0: Everyone, this is Pastor Sam. And this is Nanny, and together we are exploring the book of
1: Colossians. Another one, dude. Another one. The third. Mark. The third,
0: you know. Three, yeah. We did Mark, Ephesians, mm-hmm. and now we're doing Colossians. Colossians. Yeah, I can't. This is, this is pretty good. I'm excited about this new season, this new podcast. Uh, um, can't wait to see what God's gonna do. As we go through the book of Colossians, we study together. Yeah,
1: and and speaking about studying the book of Colossians, we wanted to kind of just take this opportunity to share about how we're actually going to attack our plan of attack to to immersing ourselves in Colossians. And you had a verse that that you were kind of reading or to go through. Yeah,
0: I think I you know as we really, I think some of. Most of the people have heard we talked about we' trying to have this holistic approach yes uh, you know through through the Bible through how we study and, and I'm reminded of Paul's conversation with Timothy and first Timothy chapter four and then where Paul's telling him like you know I come to you again you devote yourselves I commend you to teach these things and he's telling him what what is godly what is yeah. uh, God's will is and, and he says until I div- uh, until I come to you he says, on verse 13, devote yourself to public reading of scripture, to exhortation, and to teaching. And then he goes on and says, practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that all may see your progress. So Paul is looking at Timothy saying like, dude, immerse yourself in God's word, so that people may see the progress in your life. And, uh, and I think that's what we're trying to do uh, through through these efforts that we have at DCC yeah. in teaching us.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the things that we've learned, because as with everything you're learning, right, you're always learning, was that we learned that when we when we study the Bible in this way, when we peel back the layers, we want yeah. to dive deep. So we, mm-hmm. one of the things, it, it started from, it branched off from like, man, we were preaching on, on Sunday mornings, And we just couldn't get everything into a message, so let's do a podcast. Yes. yes. And then from there, we're like, oh man, not only that, we have we have small group community that needs resources, Mm -hmm. so let's do a Bible study. Yes. And then from there, you you were like, for the second one, the Ephesians one, you're like, we got to do what?
0: Write a song. Yeah. What if we wrote a song about what we are, you know, what we believe God is trying to teach our people? so, and every time that song is sang,
1: you mm-hmm. tie it back to like it brings you back to like a reference point, like oh, remember we went through the Ephesians, we talked about how God's in the heavenly places, heaven and earth coming together, mm-hmm. and if we're in Christ, I still remember that, yeah. one, right? So, being weary, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good,
0: good. So, so that's what we're trying to do is to immerse ourselves so that people see the progress, and the progress means. Uh, not only our knowledge about Jesus, but our walk with Jesus. That people would look at the Christian Church as a whole and say, Man, this is a follower, faithful followers of Jesus. So, so we used up our calling we're starting to call this the Core Four, the Core Four, the the C4, core. or whatever C4. you want to call C4 is a is an exercise <laughs> uh, drink, you know, that yeah. is like um. Uh, it's a pre-workout exercise. Yeah, yeah. You drink that thing and you're tingling all over. Yeah, you and you build, you're that.
1: building up, man. It's like, yeah, we're going to work on a core. Oh, good at cool areas. Oh, bring and it all
0: around. All around, that's man. so nice. Put I'm a so... dot on it. <laughs> <laughs> Cross the T, dot the I. Make me a t-shirt that says Call C4. Four, C4. <laughs> uh, core 4, C4, I don't know.
1: C4 is also an explosive, so. <laughs> oh, I did not know <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, C explosive. C4, it, it's a kind of explosive, but we're not endorsing that. Like MacGyver? Yeah, C4. Yeah. Oh my! So we're, man, I'm old to see that MacGyver. <laughs> yeah, you dated yourself there. My uh, man! Do you remember
0: MacGyver? Man, yeah, like I exposed. remember MacGyver. Dear yeah. though, you were Murdoch. Boy. Murdoch and MacGyver, man. Okay, so the C four, C four sermon podcast, Bible study, and worship and through worship. the music reading, yeah. uh, music writing. Uh And what's all
1: guaranteed throughout this this call for on these four areas is that we are going to read and turn over every verse in the letter of Colossians
0: yes yes we that's our um, that's what we want to do we want to study every single verse together so of course we can't do that on a Sunday morning Uh, so we are going to do this for a little while from now to April 30th yeah so that's how long this series is gonna uh, last Uh, but every week you're going to have a sermon a podcast and a bible study that's gonna go along with it Uh, and then we're gonna be singing through our worship the song that uh, Sarah and Drew has written and composed for, for us as a congregation so we are going to turn we're going to explore every single verse um, every verse yes every verse and it, today is the intro it's
1: the intro uh one last thing though as you so, think how we've always done podcasts we've always kind of done the whole chapter mm-hmm. so the, our podcast now will be based on parts of the bible chat of the letter itself that we don't talk about either in a in a bible study or sermon, right? Yeah. So, so that's a little that's a little change, but we still promise to to walk through the, all of those verses at the same time, and and
0: does that change how people are to interact with the podcast? Any?
1: I think having just knowing going in that the podcast will cover, like for example, when we do the second one, verses six through eight, six through twelve to twelve, yeah. Knowing that in the sermon we covered one, one. through five, yeah, right, yeah. So I think as long as people are recognizing that. You put all the that's what we say all call four got to come together yeah, it, it we'll give yeah, you the whole picture it, that's so you exactly have to it. be you have to be engaging in it in, in those four areas mm-hmm. and we promise you if you do that mm-hmm. you will see every
0: verse of the letter of Colossians talked about explored, explored. yeah maybe sometimes not in completely detail because then we would <laughs> we don't have a year yeah we, we don't <laughs> um but uh you definitely uh would will definitely you definitely see every single verse being covered so yeah yeah so today we're we're just giving the general introduction of the letter mm-hmm. kind of what what was happening at the
1: time which we'll talk about and, and just kind of what to expect as we continue to go right um one of the things i just want to make this this like, i love this statement it not only offers hope of eternal life, but rewards us in this life. Mm-hmm. And, and every time we think about that, when we study God's word, that's what we have we're continuing to engage. We're recognizing that God is rewarding us in this life. Mm-hmm. And we're not just waiting for like the eternal life. You know, mm-hmm. it begins in the here and now and, and that's what we want to explore. Mm-hmm. And that's what this letter is about. Like every book of the Bible in fact brings and tells a story, right? A couple of yeah. examples. Genesis tells a story of what? creation, mm-hmm. the beginning of mankind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Book of Jeremiah is kind of like a vague one. Like, where would you get Jeremiah I mean, from, Danny? Jeremiah. But it records warnings and destructions to come in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. You know, Matthew talks about he shows the Jews Jesus as the Messiah. And it goes on and on. And, and, and Colossians is no exception to that, too, as well. But the epistle uh, was, it was written as a doctrinal statement concerning the deity and all
0: sufficiency of Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior. That's that's what it was written about. Yeah, I mean, summarize Colossian in one statement: Jesus is supreme. Yep. Or Jesus is enough. Or Jesus plus nothing equals everything. I like that one. Yeah, we have talked about that here. Some other churches have used that, so we didn't want to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, but you know, it's like Jesus plus nothing equals everything. So many times in our lives, we want to add things to jesus right right like we don't think jesus have enough power jesus can do a miracle don't have enough uh sovereignty over dispersive aspect of our lives we're always uh, he's we not feel, enough to provide you feel
1: like we need to like even when we talk to others about him, we feel like we have to like supplement parts right yeah he doesn't yeah. need that he no. is he's all encompassing yeah. he's all everything and to your point you know he is supreme, and that's really our theme for this whole letter, as we're gonna explore it. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus is the supreme being; he's supreme over all things. But you had a few things about the letter you wanted to share as a, as an intro about, you know, we were talking earlier about just Paul, where he was at. Yeah, we.
0: I mean, we. I, I just really haven't. You know, we. If you wanna convert, if you want a, a little deeper conversation about Paul, go back to the Ephesians. I think we did an okay job yeah. introducing Paul there. One aspect of of Paul himself, that uh, uh, that we don't talk very much, or people knows, but uh, maybe maybe it's new to some, uh, and maybe it's just a reminder to others. You know, Paul was a traveler. He was a missionary. He traveled around, and and in in and he stops in different areas, right? And then he planted churches. For example, the 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 letters to the Philippians right you can read about his journey uh, to um his journey to macedonia and then there in macedonia he's led to philippi and in philippi he goes to uh, by a river uh, to pray and there there was some people meeting and that's how the church in philippi started right colossians a different thing he doesn't he doesn't go there uh, paul didn't have the same relationships uh, he didn't go the, the same relationship he had with the Colossian church, uh, the, Colossi, the, the church in Colossae, as he did with some of the other churches that, yeah. um, that he had before. So he, he didn't address uh, the, uh, just his relationship with the church, in, you know, uh, but he, he addressed the, the relationship with the church in general, with the individuals uh, of that church. So, uh, so his approach to how he writes these uh, is a little bit different. It is based on relationship. So and I think that's what is, the, I, I, I want to highlight that aspect here as we, we talked about here a little bit. Uh, but I don't know, maybe we need to, to go and talk about the city of Colossae it was located in Rome province in the Asian.
1: Well, I, I think we do a really good job, as we say, when we if you look at the Bible study, our first Bible study mm-hmm. gives is, is a whole intro on the book of Colossae, where how it was the, the what you're talking about, look where it was located, mm-hmm. how it was written, Paul stuff. I want to hit more on the on the relationship aspect because this is the part we talked about. Like Paul really depended on his relationship with an individual in this location because he really never visited there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes,
0: yeah. And he says <clears throat> in 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 the the first chapter, right, that these people heard the gospel from a guy Epaphroditus, mm-hmm. right. So it was like it was a relationship-based ministry that he had with these people. So Paul had a number of friends in Colossae. These were not just people with whom he was acquainted with, but they had they were personal friends of him, many of whom he he who labored alongside Paul in preaching the gospel and ministering the gospel. And then and then, uh, you know, three of these friends of him that was personal that participate in this ministry of his is the guy called Philemon, a lady called Afia, and Archippus. Murdering their names, this is a terrible <laughs> pronunciation, <laughs> right? But if you go to the letter to the Philemon, you see uh, these names being there and you recognize a name uh, that, that Paul uses not only in the book of finding with a little letter, it's one page, it's right before Hebrews, right? And right after Titus, it's just one little page. In verses 1, 2, and 3, it says, Paul, prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother, Timothy, you read about him here also in Colossians, right? In verse 1, he's uh, that guy who's always with Paul. They they together writing this letter to Philemon, our brother, fellow worker, and Aphia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier, uh, to the church in our in, in your house. So this guy probably hold the church in his house. Grace to you and peace from God our Father. And then in the end of it, in his final greetings, he says Epaphras, which is the guy who took the gospel, the message of Jesus, to the church of Colossae. He heard from Paul mm-hmm. and then took it to Colossae. Going back to Philemon, he's, verse 23, Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends greetings to you. And so does Mark, Architas, Demas, and Luke, the doctor, my fellow workers. So, so uh, Paul's ministry in this time to these people was a relationship based mm. and so he's uh partnering people We just talk about the importance of partnering yeah. with others in other to... yeah i mean i think
1: right? i think we, if we can see here that a that a church was spawned and a letter mm-hmm. that we read today in god's word as 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 a canon as part of the canon in bible was forged out of relationship right a lot of these things is relationships mm-hmm. and paul he he it, being being in prison, he needed to to really lean on those relationships of to continue to keep feeding and teaching and getting the message out. Mm-hmm. And in fact, he even says, like you know, he considered it a pure joy. His for his his imprisonment has caused the gospel to even expand more in Philippians, right? Yes,
0: that's exactly it. And I think that's kind of more or less what we we try with our Bible study to to the title of the Bible study being free at, free at last, meaning. Even though he's in jail, yes. he's actually... He's free, yes. Yeah, his physical location has nothing to do with his determination to continue to preach the gospel. And nothing would stop Paul from preaching the gospel. And his relationships were crucial in the expansion of the kingdom of God throughout Asia Minor. Yeah, and, and, and that's what you, as you mentioned about
1: him being in prison, that's why we've, we've titled this series that we're on in Colossians locked in, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that, you know, it's it's kind of like a play on words. Yes, but, yes. But we're, we're, You're good we're, at that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I'm very literal
0: at times. Yeah. You guys come up with all these times and I'm like, what in the world is going on here? But yeah. But but we're
1: locked in in the sense that we as believers of Christ, we are locked into the truth that the word mm-hmm. gives us. We are mm-hmm. locked into to the biblical truth that that of who Jesus is, what he's done. And these are the things that we explore, which is also kind of interesting because that's what this letter was was written to do was to yes because because there were some things that was coming against those truths right so some and so paul is writing to kind of course correct
0: yes and yeah. he's talking about that and you so you can continue you're talking about the problem in the church of colossi you know while paul was in prison uh, he was visited by his friend Epaphras. From the city of Colossae first told Paul about some of the false teachings that were threatening the church so to defend the church against these false teachings Paul write a letter to them right um, and, and some I covered this on the first bible study but uh, Paul doesn't a lot of letters like Romans and Galatians has a lot of details on what he's trying to combat the Judaizers and what they're trying to do. Colossus is a little bit more vague um, about that but yeah do you want to elaborate on that part yeah i was just thinking more of like you know the purpose why he was talking
1: right basically the content and the reason for this letter there was there was heresy that that became to kind of stir up right with there was this the mixture of from the ideas from Greek philosophy, Ori- Oriental religions and Jewish traditions were beginning to kind of mix and it was presented as as higher thought, right? Mm-hmm. And it was promoted as new philosophy for Christianity. Mm-hmm. And some of the teachers included a call to worship angels as intermediaries, an uh, observation of Jewish customs and laws and, and so on and so forth. But Paul's objective in writing this letter was to show that Jesus and Jesus' teaching alone were preeminent. Mm-hmm. It was first and superior and it's first and superior in every area of life and spiritual knowledge, including this so called higher knowledge that they were trying to pervert, well, I can't say that right word, pervert within the within the, the confines of the church at that time.
0: Yeah. But here is the thing, Danny, um, I, I this is why I love the Bible and, and I love letters like Colossians, right? Because um, how many things we have been taught in our culture today that we need to add on to Jesus in order to get a result, a desired result. Seems like everything. Seems like
1: everything has like a la carte. Sure, right. It, I might be using that la carte. La carte. la carte. Well, <laughs> la carte. You're thinking about food already. Yeah, okay, I got you. Slash.
0: La carte. Yeah, I, I, got what you're saying. Like, you know, just pull. You know, start pushing buttons here. Uh, which, by the way, we never said the name of the podcast. We're going oh, to we, the well, I, podcast. I figured you are just going to reveal it at the end. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, um, so, let's start punching people here for a second. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, um, justice, this whole, this whole idea of justice in the world that we have today, do we really believe that the God of justice will bring justice to the injustice of our life, or do we need... Uh, some other venues to bring justice
1: well based on what society looks like we're, we're wanting in some other venues right mm-hmm. we, we want justice and we want it now right uh, so I would say in that instance yeah I don't know if we believe but we don't fully believe we, we, we want to see, we, we want we we want to see what we can do on our own
0: yeah I, I think you know I was just reading something the other day about these specific Christians dealing with justice in the world right And and, uh, one of the components of justice for Christians is the the learning of patience. The opposite of patience is revenge, Mm. right? So, uh, could it be that in the process of learning the justice that God brings is the necessity to wait, to be patient on the work of God, Uh, And I'm not taken out of the judicial aspect of things, but so many times in order to obtain justice, we take so many things in our own hands in order to get it, uh, basically in order to get revenge, Mm -hmm. but we're calling justice, right? And God's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what about just being patient, right? Uh, So... Why add revenge or avenge being you know something if you can be patient and allow God to work through different means in order to be just in your in your life? Could even be uh, through the hands of the just you know the, uh, the the justice department I don't know you know it could be through the judges and through the 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 the, 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 the court system for sure. Um, nothing escapes the sovereignty of God. But I think that's why I think. Sometimes we we miss the points that we're trying to bring something about. We're trying to add on to to our, to, to Jesus. While we should be patience, yeah. allow him to work things out, and then take the steps that follow.
1: Yeah, and I think I think what you're leading to, and what you're kind of getting at, is like sometimes we want we want to see things in our own timing and mm-hmm. not God's timing, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it takes a lot for you to get to that state, to get to that point where you you fully and fully and holistically trust that god has it right and you know and we're human we yeah, are, we yes. we all we all are for there's no one person here that can say like oh i fully i am fully committed i you know because it's just human nature mm-hmm. because and so that's why we have to hold on to the truth that you know god is sees all things he knows all things and he is sovereign over all things Mm -hmm. and when we start to question that then we have to really scale back and say well do we really think he's sovereign in all things Mm -hmm. or are Mm -hmm. we wanting him to kind of show me here let's get it done now right so um but i i think that's uh that that's one area for sure i think you know as we think of this this letter as we continue to kind of unearth the message that God wants us to, mm-hmm. to to learn through this time because you know, every time you read scripture, God speaks to you in a different way, depending yes. on the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may be different for everyone, um, but our goal and our challenge and our hope and our prayer is that the people who are listening would, um, would, would dive in, would immerse themselves into this study with us as we look at this letter that Paul has written to us so we can see the things that about Jesus and, and how. We really don't need anything but Him, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how He is supreme over all things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, this this book, this letter breaks down into four four sections. If you wanna, if you like to take notes, if you're a one like me. And you like to know, like, hey, give me the, give me, give the, me the outline. P- p- parse out the outline for me. Well, it's all about the preeminent Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And so the preeminent Christ, he's preeminent. So there's a salutation, like a greeting, Paul does in the first two verses, and starts in chapter one. Mm-hmm. And then there's Christ, the preeminent. He's preeminent in personal relationship, which we will take from chapter one, verse three, through verse twenty-nine. Mm -hmm. And then there's Christ, he's preeminent in doctrine, Mm -hmm. and that's going to pick up in chapter 2, verses 1, and that's going to go all the way through chapter 3, verse 4. Okay. And then there's Christ, he's preeminent in ethics, in chapter 3, verse 5, through chapter 4, verse Mm 1, and then Paul closes his letter with his conclusion and his final greetings, and that gets us through the book of Colossians.
0: Yeah, he's trying to get them to not, not to fail, to hold on. Yeah. To hold fast to the supremacy of of christ over the false teachings that for them what their society is trying to to tell them and for us is what our society is trying to to teach us um that's we got it i think that's the intro right there yeah
1: so yeah if you we're excited, we're excited to be back. We, we've we been really retooling and praying, and, and a lot of work has gone into the series. Mm-hmm. We're excited to see how God's gonna work throughout the series. We have Easter coming up, that will yes. be in the midst of the series. Yes. Looking at the risen king and, and the most important event in history, Sam. Yes, the supremacy of the Jesus supremacy. is highlighted
0: that day. Exactly. That day makes him supreme, and, and we'll study that and we'll yeah. preach about that. and and I think the Easter sermons is going to be the fruits of that, right? Yeah. How does that uh, how does the hope of the gospel really impact our lives? Yeah. So we, we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. It's going to be, I think, the longest sermon series we have had at ECC yeah. thus far. Yeah. We're going
1: we're gonna, to uh, focus
0: on the truth, and then we're going
1: to live out the truth. right. We're right. going to talk about those things, and, and those things are going to start to make more sense as we kind of dive into the series here. But our focus is going to be on Jesus And the truth that he presents to us as Mm -hmm. Paul gives it to us. And um,
0: you're saying you're going to focus on Jesus. I think there is this verse in Proverbs Proverbs 8. Mm -hmm. Chapter 8, verse 17, it says, I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me. And I think that's what we are wanting to do. Yeah. Throughout, well, this is what DCC is proposed to do. Yeah. But I think even more locked in into that verse is this idea that we are going to diligently seek Jesus Mm -hmm. and the Bible promises that we'll find Him.
1: And I can not find a much more worthier pursuit than that. Yeah. So with that, we thank you guys for joining. Join us back next week as we'll... We'll be unearthing um, verses six through twelve mm-hmm. in the in the in the next podcast. But the sermon will cover the first the first two is, sermons
0: will cover the uh, one through five. One through five. Hey, the name of this podcast? Oh yeah, we got we are holding it back. Everybody's, Why are you keep forgetting not, about that? Are no, you embarrassed? No, he's embarrassed. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. This is my idea. No, Way it was it. actually Good. his <laughs> idea. <laughs>
1: No, 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 no.
0: But, uh, but
1: the name of the podcast... It, so, this is the name we've landed on for now, right? But well, someone, For now, it is a name. It is a name isn't it? But someone was telling us, they were like, uh, say, you guys are the one-two punch. Yeah. So, we're like... Yeah, that's what we we'll are, on the one-two
0: punch. Uh, I'm number one, That is number two. <laughs> no, there's no, no. number one, no. number two, but uh, it's the one-two punch. We got we got people say that's a that's a boxing match thing and yeah. i was like well oh, that's exactly what we do here yeah. we are wrestling on god's word wrestling with god's word yeah, and yeah, yeah. god's
1: words punching us and that's exactly and, you know we take our wounds but we recover <laughs> <It doesn't>. <laughs> <laughs> we heal and uh but yeah the one two punch podcast with uh, a Delaware Christian shirt. That sounds great.
0: Say it again. The One Two Punch podcast. Yeah. I think it's sold. I think everyone's going to like it. I love it. We'll see, you know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I need a t-shirt that says One Two Punch.
1: Yeah. Another well, guy. Another right, guy. Okay, cool.
0: All <laughs> right, thanks everyone. Yeah,
1: as always, thanks for joining us. Uh, and until next time.
0: Be blessed.